0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in on this fine, sunny day here in College Station for episode 93.
1: That's right. We have made it into um, week seven of the NFL. Crazy week. The Cowboys had a bye week, so good thing there's nothing to rant about Mm. there. But it was a very interesting week. Lots of very, very good games to see.
0: Yeah, finally some good games. I feel like we've been waiting a bit for those. Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, so welcome in Under Review, live from the 143. We'll start you off with the stat of the week, brought to you by Andrews Logistics. Uh, In the Cleveland Browns versus Indianapolis Colts game, there were eight lead changes. It was kind of a crazy game, eight lead changes. That is the most in four years in a game. So um, you could definitely put that game, because of the lead changes, one of the most exciting games in the last four years in the NFL because of the lead changes and the craziness of that game. So, eight lead changes. Pretty crazy. You don't really see that that much anymore. So, good game from uh, Indianapolis.
1: Absolutely. Your player of the week is going to be Lamar Jackson of the Ravens. They've been on a tear this season, on a mission. Lamar looked really good this week. It was supposed to be a test because they were facing the Detroit Lions, anticipated game. who were also having a really great season and – the Ravens routed the Lions, thirty-eight to six. It was not, not close. But Lamar watch. finished with three hundred and fifty-seven passing yards for three touchdowns, and then he ran for thirty-six yards and a touchdown. And this game was looking like it was over after the first quarter. Um, yeah, it was. It was um, just a bloodbath from whistle to whistle.
0: It was one of those things that first quarter it was done.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, it was
0: 14 to nothing and they were driving again. The
1: Lions have a lot to figure out because they had been looking extremely good this year. Started out against the Chiefs and kind of wowed everyone week one. They've been
0: wowing them ever since, too. And
1: then they've just been rolling week after week after that and then came to a, a screeching abrupt, halt. Abrupt halt against the Ravens. There was no defense. It would be different if. Let's say it was 35-38, and they lost by a game-winning field goal or something. But it was 38-6. They did not even give think, themselves a chance. I
0: think, though, in the NFL, you every now and then, like the Cowboys had it, you have a game where you get blown out, and it's like, okay, we got to reevaluate. I don't think this game was as much about the Lions as it was against about the Ravens. They look like they are finally getting some offense put together. Um, earlier in the season, we saw a lot of drop passes, a lot of inconsistencies on offense. Lamar Jackson looked great in the pocket, which has been something he's been getting criticized for his entire career because he hasn't been great as a thrower. Mm-hmm. So he was great throwing the ball out against a pretty good defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he made all the right decisions in that game. Looked phenomenal. The receivers looked great. Um, so I think the Ravens are finally trending in the right direction. It's taken them a bit. to new offense for them. But it looked really good. Also, that
1: O-line looks really good for them because Lamar Jackson seemingly had like five minutes, it mm-hmm. looked like, every time oh, back It's there. a good defense. So that's good because defense. this just shows how lethal Lamar can be with a good, solid, clean pocket. And I think um, the Ravens should have a very good season. I do think the Lions will bounce back. Though. Yeah,
0: the Lions will be okay.
1: Um, it was. It's week seven, all right? It's middle-ish of the season. So they've got plenty of weeks to work through the kinks and whatever wasn't working for them on Sunday, and um, they'll definitely be back. They're they're going to be in the playoffs, obviously, but they got plenty yeah. plenty to work on.
0: Um, so that was a really good game, a highly anticipated game. I would say the um, there weren't very many games this week in terms of the other weeks that we've been looking at, but I mean one of the biggest games. Uh, The Chiefs, you just got to talk about it. Divisional game, Chiefs-Chargers, always a good one between Herbert and Mahomes. Um, It looks like the Chiefs are back to being the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey had 180 receiving yards. Patrick Mahomes had 420 (laughs) passing yards. I mean, the Chiefs' offense was rolling, and they look phenomenal. And it's kind of like the Ravens, but more you've been waiting on the Chiefs to figure it out, and it looks like they are clicking now. So that defense looks great um but the chargers also Herbert's not looking too good Nick a lot of people um, are wondering if uh
1: they got they Kellen Moore worried. this offseason and they were hoping Kellen Moore the offensive coordinator for the chargers they picked him up from the cowboys and i think he was kind of thought to not necessarily be the saving grace but have a positive effect on the chargers organization and i mean they're kind of looking like just, just like, about like the, the Cowboys. Same. Just about the same they had been. Speaking of, whenever we were watching that game, we saw him run it on three straight plays and go three and out. So that was...
0: That brought back some memories because we was about used to, to say, do
1: that. Had some negative memories there. But um, Justin Herbert is constantly, I would say...
0: Rattled. He looks scared.
1: Um, just cowered under the limelight. I mean... He has so much talent. There's so much potential there. Like, you know, he has the ability to be a great quarterback. He just struggles to win games, unfortunately, for the Chargers.
0: Yeah, it's not looking too great for him right now. He's under a lot of fires. The head coach, Brandon Staley, is looking like it'll probably be his last year uh, with the Chargers. They're not going to cut Herbert. They never cut the quarterback, but they'll probably fire the coach. Uh, but I would say it's on both of them. It's always Absolutely. like it's Absolutely. on the quarterback, it's on the coach. They look terrible, but. Uh, the Chiefs, on the other hand, they look great. Um, and if I have to see anything else about Taylor Swift while I'm trying to watch a football game, uh, I'm not loving that. I don't love the camera cutting her I mean, like that's, 25 times during the game.
1: That's a uh, aside from the game, obviously. That's not what Travis Kelsey's thinking about at that moment. No. You know, he's trying to compete he's for his balling. team. Absolutely. Another breakout on that team was Rasheed Rice. Five yeah. catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown, you know. Um, They've been waiting on a receiver The question step up. would be, who are the rec- Like the wide receivers going to be on the receiving mm-hmm. end? And Valdez Scantling has done a great job, but he was kind of expected to be the guy. And then Rasheed Rice, who is a rookie, has also been stepping up a ton this year. So you're just seeing the Chiefs offense finally come together. They're all clicking. And so... Um, yeah, this is just a, it's just a good day for them.
0: Yeah, um, so let's talk about the um, one of the most disappointing, I would say, teams so far. Uh, the Bills-Patriots game. The Bills lost 29-25 to to a terrible Patriots team. Um, Nick, what do we think about the Bills this far? They're 4-3. What
1: I was going to say is, leading up to this week, from what we've seen from both teams, you were kind of expecting the Bills to win and it not really be close. But then That's what, the Bills also they struggled last week against the Giants.
0: They got who, very fortunate.
1: I mean, they won, but it was a not impressive victory. And at some all. would say that they should have lost. I mean, I think they they should have lost, but that is completely aside from the point. Um, but the Patriots have been struggling. Literally the entire season. I mean, Bill Belichick is just – it's a whole new season of firsts for him. It was his worst home loss, his worst loss period. He got those in back-to-back weeks, and then whenever they saw the Bills on the schedule, I feel like everyone was like, oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. You know, the Bills are going to smash the Patriots. But Mac Jones looked decent that game, and then Josh Allen is – so inconsistent he is so up and down you don't know what you're getting with him from week to week but he's a guy like justin herbert where it's you know he has the ability he has all the tools to be great but he just can't perform at that consistently high level every single week yeah
0: i think um bills fans and a lot of everyone in general is very disappointed in the bills right now they always come into the season as a top five super bowl contender and i feel like every season they disappoint and i saw this thing that um Josh Allen, like, just because he lost to Patrick Mahomes in overtime doesn't make him an elite quarterback, you know? Because I don't think that he's shown anything right now that he he's an elite quarterback. He has nothing to show for his talent and the talent of the team that they put around him because the Bills are a very good football team. Um, but they haven't made it past the conference championship. Have they even made it to the conference championship? No, I'm blanking, but... um
1: I don't believe so. No. I don't think they, they have been okay, to the divisional multiple times. Series.
0: So uh, Dak's been to the divisional series. I just want to put that in perspective. So uh, I don't think you can call Josh Allen elite right now. He has he has a lot to prove. And um, it showed right there against a terrible Patriots team taking the loss. Now, like we said before, I mean, it's week seven, but they've lost three games. They're four and three. They are not supposed and to be. Four these and these are long.
1: not losses to particularly great Teams. No, I mean, a loss to the Patriots is pretty.
0: They lost to Zach Wilson. Pretty and the horrible Jets.
1: opening week. Yes,
0: they lost to. Uh, they lost this week against the Patriots, mm-hmm. and I'm blanking on who they lost to before. Um, they they have not come against good teams that they've lost. Well,
1: also another thing I was going to say was Stefan Diggs with 58 yards is pretty pitiful. Obviously, yep. you can't pin that all on him, but. I feel like he's in the same position of CD where it's like if you're not hitting him for at least 80 90 yards a game that's not a formula for winning.
0: Yeah, you go as your team. You go as your as your
1: I mean, this is one of the best go. wide yeah. receivers in the league, so he should be putting up at least 80 85 yards a game. Agreed. If you want to succeed and he was held to fifty eight. Unfortunately, he did have a touchdown, but you need to—he has to be involved. Six catches is just—that's just not enough, if you ask me.
0: Yep, disappointing showing from the Bills. Um, Steelers, Rams. Steelers got the win um, over the Rams. Kind of a shocking, I think, uh, outcome there. A lot of people have been down on the Steelers this season because their offense has not looked the way it should. Um, but the Rams. Matt Stafford's been struggling. Um, it's not looked pretty for Matt this season and then the Steelers defense really came out and I was gonna say out. it was
1: another offensive clinic for our boy Puka Nakua he put up 154 yards Man. this week I mean this kid is absolutely rolling um he's looked really really great every single week of the season and then there was a lot of question about how much production he would have with Cooper Cup coming back but mm-hmm. He has, His stats have remained the same as Cooper Cup has come back. So really good for him. But also with this game and the Colts and Browns game, people are on the referees' heads about calls being made. There were some during these games. Calls during
0: these games, I mean, we're very much so missed calls. You um,
1: absolutely have reason. I've, you definitely have reason to be mad. Um, Kenny Pickett
0: uh, with, like, two minutes left in the game, one. fourth and one. He did it. tried to do a QB sneak, and he clearly did not even get close. They called it a first down. I mean, down. He,
1: you, you see the side, like, literally from the TV. He's behind the line it. of scrimmage. It's like he it's didn't even bad. give back to the line of scrimmage, and then somehow, some way, the line judge comes in and with a horrendous spot on the ball, and then they give it to him, and that just frustrated a lot of Rams fans, but... So I mean, at the end of the day, it, you know, called you just to find that game.
0: Um, Steelers got the win. Flash over to the Browns Colts game. Uh, Browns have the ball late in the game. Uh, they're in the they're in the red zone. About to score. They're I think they're <laughs> down by six, five or six. Um, touchdown. They need a touchdown to win the game. And basically, what happens is there's a strip sack on. The Browns quarterback, Colts get the ball. It should be game over. Illegal contact is called in the end zone. On something that was not illegal contact, there was barely even contact, period. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're like, okay, they get the ball. It's a first down, still in the red zone, closer to the end zone now. Uh, Next play, ball thrown way out the back of the end zone, not even catchable. They call pass interference. And so at that point, you basically hand the Browns the ball on the one one yard line. They
1: the reason why here. that one was a killer is because it's a double whammy there because you get half the distance to the goal, which puts them at the one, and then also automatic first down. Mm-hmm. So, so you put them tries. at the one with four chances, and so that that kills that it. definitely is yeah. a game defining. Uh, call there at the end. I mean, That's, you, can't, you can't argue that one. There were
0: just th- – that was three terrible calls that decided the game, basically two games there. And um, there were some college ones that happened, too, that we won't get into. But uh, I think refs should be under a little bit more scrutiny right now because of the game-deciding calls they're making. Um, but obviously, refs are humans, too, and uh, they're not going to make every call. But there were some very big, egregious, blown calls in these games uh, that fans of these teams are are really not happy about. But um, anyways, let's talk about the Sunday night football game. Eagles Dolphins. Eagles handled business, took the win, thirty one to seventeen. I know everybody now is is hopping on the Eagles bandwagon again. Yep. They're all back. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Eagles bandwagon. Y'all y'all left for uh, six weeks because they weren't looking great, but now they look good. So everyone's back. Uh, the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl now, Nick. So. They
1: ran their dumb little tush push about 17,000 times that game, and it worked every single time Guys, let me tell it. you
0: how to stop the tush push. Stop letting them Don't get third and one. give them
1: fourth and one. Yeah,
0: like, stop letting them have one-yard conversion situations, and they will stop running the tush push. That's how you do it.
1: And also, we're seeing uh, earlier how, uh-oh, Jalen Hurts, his knee is whatever, whatever. You know, so they're trying to give them the out. So mm-hmm. it's like if they lose to the Commanders this week, it's like, oh well, Jalen Hurts wasn't a hundred percent. But then if they do win, it's like, look at what this guy does, even with injury or whatever the case may be. And so it's we're not, I'm we're not used buying to it.
0: it as Cowboys fans. Uh, media loves the Eagles for some reason. I don't know what it is, but um, the Dolphins they didn't uh, they didn't show up late in the game when they needed to, um, and so they and the Eagles. Like we said, when you give the Eagles the lead, all they can all they all they want to do is bleed the clock out.
1: This is just one so. of the most the Dolphins is they're just one of the most high-powered offenses we've seen this season and being held to 17 is we're pretty poor. We're used to seeing this me.
0: when the Eagles play a good team and we really need the Eagles yeah, to lose, absolutely. the other team mm-hmm. just folds. We're used to seeing it. And also, isn't it funny how Philly always gets these big games at home?
1: It is. It is very interesting.
0: Yeah, like I, they're getting to play
1: Miami at home, but we got to go to San Francisco. Tapes. We
0: said the same thing last year about the season. It just mm-hmm. seemed like every big Absolutely. game for Philly Absolutely. was in Philly, and that's fine. Like obviously, um, there's just teams keep stacking the odds that, against us. Uh, yeah, team, teams, certain teams in life get get the nod from. It seems like we the just don't
1: get respect here in Dallas, and but that's okay. You know what? Who cares? Yeah, All right. Despite it's on that, us, you got to go out and win. It's on us to prove them wrong,
0: and so. Uh, we we will hopefully be able to handle that. We're playing Philly in a couple weeks, so yeah, looking forward to that game. Hopefully, Micah has himself a feast. Oh my goodness, on Jalen, I hope oh he has goodness. four sacks, um, at least. I'm but, already um, calling it.
1: He's gonna have a strip sack for a fumble recovery and a touchdown. He should.
0: But the Eagles take the win. There's really nothing to say there. The Dolphins kind of folded in the end, and that's that's what happened. The Dolphins are a good team. There's really nothing to be worried about if you're a Dolphins fan. They look great. And the Eagles, when you let them get ahead, they can run the clock out. That's how the Eagles do. Yep. A.J. Brown, he's a stud, unfortunately. He's always putting up 100-yard receiving games right now. Um, so he's – I would say uh, him and the defense are carrying the Eagles right now. I would not say that it's their quarterback because he doesn't look great.
1: Well, but he can run the tush push, so he's got that working for
0: yeah. him. But which he doesn't another
1: quarterback who's under a lot of scrutiny right now is also Jordan Love. Uh, uh, the Packers fall – Mm. To the Denver Broncos, who have been... I mean, they got embarrassed a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. They gave up 70 to the Dolphins. And then um, they come out and beat the Packers at home. And a lot of people were shocked and questioning the move of having Jordan Love as quarterback one. And, well, just because people were saying, you know, he's under... He's been under... um, Aaron Rodgers for the last couple years you know this is not his first year in the league but I do think you have to give him a little bit of time to grow because this is his first season as the starter if you're
0: following the blueprint Aaron Rodgers first year as a starter was terrible yes so I mean I don't think there's anything to really like go crazy about the Packers have shown they're a patient organization Um, yeah absolutely you get you got to let him have a year as a starter he hasn't started before uh, he threw a costly interception, but I think that comes with time and experience, so not a crazy game there, but he did throw a game-ending interception, but the Packers are already not good this I year. I just have
1: seen a lot of uproar with the fans and Jordan Love. It's just because they're so used to having Aaron Rodgers, you know, yeah. that when you're getting anything less than that, that it's, it's just tough to watch.
0: Hey, finally a good Monday night game, though, and a good outcome for mm-hmm. us uh 49ers went down to the vikings 22 to 17 vikings heavy underdogs coming in this game without their best receiver justin jefferson um but kirk cousins he said
1: you know what i'm gonna step up to this finally challenge. wins on prime time mm-hmm.
0: you'll love to see it though you love to root for kirk cousins uh rookie jordan addison seven receptions 123 yards and two touchdowns
1: i mean That's they what lost justin jefferson recently and he's not going to be back for a little bit. And Jordan Addison just decides to step in and fill that role. That's a a Justin
0: Jefferson stat line. I was going to say,
1: that is a Jay Jetta stat line right there. Obviously not saying they're the exact same because Justin Jefferson has done this every single week. He has been in the Mm -hmm. league. But Jordan Addison is just stepping in and filling the role, saying, hey, I got it, while you're getting rested, getting better. Uh, They held a... The Vikings' defense held a high-powered offense of the 49ers to 17. Shocked
0: everyone because the Vikings' defense has been terrible this year. Uh, and so Brock Purdy threw two picks. Christian McCaffrey only rushed for 45 yards. Um, I think uh, everyone's overreacting on Brock Purdy right now. I don't think that Brock Purdy is terrible because he's played a couple bad games. Like the dude was 15-0 and in the regular season until this. So um, I don't think there's any need to bench Brock Purdy.
1: They're still five and two. Yeah. Okay. So forty nine ers are okay. They're, they will survive. Okay. They they're have
0: very banged up right. One
1: now. of the best defenses in the league. They were missing. their two of the stars they had in Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. So it's like you know. You're gonna struggle. There are gonna be noticeable hiccups in your offense when you don't have those two guys. It's but they will. They're they're gonna be fine.
0: It's tough to go seventeen and zero in a NFL season. That's why nobody ever does it. So um, even the good teams lose a game or two. And um, but the 49ers will be okay. I was just happy to see that the Vikings aren't completely terrible. Uh, Like everyone's been saying, they are love Kirk Cousins. They have the weapons to be. They should be a lot better than good
1: teams. I mean, they're a sneaky three and four, is what I would say. Yeah,
0: I don't think that the Vikings season is completely over. I mean, they have to really, really push it if they want to make playoffs. But I think think
1: everyone wants to show praise and whatnot for the Eagles and the Vikings beat the Forty Nine ers and hung with the Eagles by like a a few points. So they got that working for them.
0: Agreed. But it was a good Monday night game. We saw some good primetime games this week. Um so I was I'd gonna be say about that. with
1: that, I just like to read off some stat lines. Okay. Our boy Kirk Cousins out here, this is just this season, two thousand fifty seven yards, sixteen tutties for five interceptions. Okay. And just to give you an idea of where that puts him, Patrick Mahomes. Has 2017 yards for 15 touchdowns and six interceptions. Ladies and gentlemen, those are identical numbers, almost identical.
0: I think Kirk Cousins is underrated. I think he. I'm not trying been.
1: to say he is the same level as Patrick Mahomes. I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that he's better because. But he's not. Trash. I am taking okay. Patrick Mahomes a thousand times out Obviously. of a thousand over Kirk Cousins, but he gets a lot of unnecessary hate and he gets constantly overlooked.
0: I'd rather have Kirk Cousins than Jalen Hurts.
1: Give me that. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm taking anyone. Give me, give me Kenny Pickett
0: yep. or whoever.
1: Yep. I'll take anyone.
0: But I lo- love me some Kirk Cousins. I love to see him succeed. in prime nobody, time. Nobody wants to see him succeed. In prime time. But that's okay. You know what? Everybody just wants to see the Eagles succeed. And if that's what y'all want, then that's what y'all can root for. But we're
1: out here rooting for the underdogs. Absolutely. Thank you, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. So, here's what i like to end our shows on Under Review. I brought you a quote from Patrick Mahomes. Every experience, good or bad, you have to learn from.
0: And that's the truth. That is the truth. Hopefully the uh, certain teams can learn from their mistakes this week and the Cowboys can learn from their mistakes this season as we look to play I to say On LA. a positive
1: side, Dak hasn't thrown any picks this week because the Cowboys didn't play, so it's a thumbs up over here.
0: We're sad Cowboys fans over here, that's for sure. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We'll see you next week with another episode of Under Review.